Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free calendar space challenge. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash calendar and learn how to steal time, prioritize effectively, and clear space in your calendar for creativity. Now let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode seven of the Creative Spark podcast, and today we're going to talk about challenges, specifically how your past struggles define you and how you can best overcome them and guide others. When you're building your creative side business, it's easy to shy away from difficulties and spend a lot of time wishing things were different or easier. Failure is painful and it can be frustrating when the things we struggle with, they just seem effortless for other people. The thing to remember though is that you only learn through struggle. You become stronger and wiser by overcoming challenges. Once you've learned things, you can teach others. And being the learned guide means that people are more likely to pay you to guide them through the challenges. I hate to say it, but the cliches always resonate because they're real. That which doesn't kill us makes us stronger. This is how evolution works. If everyone ate the poison berries and no one shared their knowledge about which berries were poisonous and which berries were delicious, we wouldn't have survived as a species. If you're an elder in the tribe, it means you managed to survive all the trials and tribulations along the way, and that makes you someone worth listening to. Now, I don't want you to get bogged down by the importance of the struggle. It doesn't have to be life and death for it to be valuable enough to build a business around it. I mean, obviously, some businesses are built around overcoming life and death struggles, such as weight loss or depression, uh, quitting smoking, uh, and so on. But others can be built around how to get your first gallery exhibition or how to play your first song on guitar. Before I recorded my first podcast, the struggle I needed help with was making sense of the millions of choices around the tech format and hosting Not life or death at all, but my tech overwhelm was an obstacle that stood between me and the path that I wanted to be on. So I looked for guides I trusted who were willing to clear away the tech overwhelm and give me a simple step-by-step path to follow. Were they podcasting experts? No. Did I need to be overwhelmed by all their knowledge? No. I just needed a guide who had walked the path before me and was willing to tell me the quickest way to follow them through. As creatives, especially creative entrepreneurs, we have a tendency to be attracted to the fun stuff and avoid the hard stuff. But sticking with the things that are important to us and committing to finding ways through means that we come out of the other side with a proven path to share with others. Think about it. Most artists live a lifelong struggle and they use their art as a way to process these struggles. The same goes for storytellers or bards or musicians. You don't even need to have solved these struggles. The human condition is one of continuous struggle. One of my favourite authors, Liz Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, is using her writing as a continuous lens through which to view her life and make sense of her struggles. When she'd walked a certain distance along the path, she wrote the book Big Magic, which chronicles her thoughts on creativity. Had she solved her lifelong struggles as a creative? No. Had she walked further down the path than many of the people who read the book? Yes. That's all that was needed to make that book incredibly valuable. All great artists are simply guides who are willing to walk the difficult path first and then they produce work to help us down our own path. It's really important when you're starting a business not to get caught up with how important the struggle is. All that matters is that you're helping someone else solve their own problem and helping them walk a little further down that path. 
So if you're struggling to discover what struggles you've struggled with, <laughs> this is where a challenge audit comes in. A challenge audit will identify the struggles you've overcome or at least have enough knowledge about to help others. If you're planning on building a creative side business, identifying where you can guide others through their own transformation is the key to what your business can offer. And don't get caught up here about how life or death or important the struggle is. All you have to do is help somebody solve a problem that they're struggling with right now. So let's dive into some actionable steps you can take to conduct your own challenges audit. Start by listing all the things you struggled with five years ago. And when I do this exercise with people in workshops, sometimes it's not five years, it's seven years. There tends to be either a five or a seven year struggle. So either one, think to the past version of you. And these might be big and small, important or trivial. Don't get caught up with it. If it was something that you just couldn't let go and you really wanted to solve or overcome, then that's important to you, which means it's probably important to somebody else. Now list out all the things you still struggle with. And again, if we think of the artist's example, you may never overcome these things, but I don't know, creative identity, those sorts of things, we're forever evolving and changing. But it might be something that you have experience in. You've walked a certain distance down the path, that's all that matters. So if you're still struggling with it, but you've made progress, then that's something to write down. Also, there might be challenges you've overcome. You might have been 300 pounds seven years ago, and today you're a fitness body model. So obviously, there's something that you've dealt with and you've solved and you're definitely a shining example to serve to other people. So write down those challenges that you've overcome as well. For each struggle you've listed, past and present, rate its importance on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being you don't really care about it and 10 being it's really important to you. And again, don't get hung up about how serious it is to other people. If it's super important to you and obsesses you and it's all you think about, then give it a 10. For any of the challenges you've ranked six or below, you probably don't care enough about the struggle or challenge to guide anybody else on their own journey through it. So take a look at the things you've ranked seven or above. These are the things which really matter to you. Now, here's the fun part. Write down the things you would tell yourself if you could travel back five to seven years. Now, if I could travel back in time five to seven years ago, I would kick my own butt. I would tell myself to get out of my own way, stop overthinking things and just start. So many things I put off because I wanted everything to be perfect. So things like writing a book or starting a podcast, those sorts of things, I overthought them and then I just put off starting because I felt like I wasn't ready or I didn't have enough information. If I could travel back in time and guide myself through those challenges, I would lay out the steps step by step and just kick my own butt to follow through and just get it done. So now the final step is to think about the types of people who might be struggling with these challenges and think about ways you could help them overcome them, or at least make progress on them. Now here's a hint. If you can identify the people that are struggling currently with the things that you've previously struggled with, and you can also write down the things step by step that they need to take to get from your past self five years ago to your current self, that's all you need to do for your business is go and find those other people who are currently in that point that you were at five to seven years ago Give them the step-by-steps that you would have given yourself if you travelled back in time. And hey presto, you have a business idea. Solving problems for your past self and your past struggles and challenges is step one. Packaging up that information and bringing order and organisation to the things that you've struggled with or continue to struggle with is the perfect formula for a creative side business. I hope this episode has helped persuade you to conduct your own challenges audit and get real about what knowledge and experience you have to offer others where you are the guide. 
In the next episode of the Creative Spark podcast, we'll take a look at three ways to own your challenges. Head to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode seven and look for the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.